Welcome back to the Insight Nutrition and Fitness Podcast. My name is Joe Jungman. I am the founder and head coach of Insight Nutrition. And today we are going to talk about the foundations of a healthy lifestyle. This is typically what we work on in phase one of our nutrition program with every client that we work with. The foundations. This is what everyone, in my opinion, should have really down into a daily routine. It should be automatic and is going to support all of the more complex steps in a healthy lifestyle. So foundation can be different for each person. And this is where we really look at everyone on an individual basis through our initial onboarding uh, check-ins where they are doing 14 days of check-ins, which include food logs, activity logs, and other lifestyle habit logs. In that 14-day period, we can really make this individualized and get this person or get our clients set up on uh, you know, a very individualized starting point. But typically in the foundation phase, through our experience, we find that there are some uh, common deficiencies, let's say whether it's with nutrition or with activity or other lifestyle habits. So the things that we look at here in phase one are nutrient density. So what is the balance or what is the, you know, the scale, let's say, of nutrient-dense foods versus calorie-dense foods? And there are nutrient-dense foods that are also calorie-dense, but typically, to summarize, are we eating... a a majority of you know lean meat or lean proteins, fruits, veggies, all of those good things, things that are more closer to a whole food item versus things that are highly processed, whether it's takeout or it's you know flat it's it's frozen meals or it's fast food meals, all of those things that are not going to be aligned to what this client's goals are and in most cases it's fat loss or body recomposition, right? Like looking leaner, um, having just a healthier body composition. So we look at micro or we look at uh, the the calories, what they're made up of. Are they made up of calorie or nutrient dense foods or calorie dense foods? The other common factor is protein. Are we getting enough or an adequate amount of protein in? And this is typically lower uh, than we like to see, especially with women, um, why protein is important. There's a number of reasons why, but let's just, just for one major reason why in terms of, again, body recomposition, losing fat, all that good stuff, retaining muscle, protein is the most essential macronutrient for that. It's also very satiating, meaning that you are going to be full for a longer period of time or let's say even satisfied for a longer period of time, preventing cravings um, that would maybe lead you to consuming foods that are not, again, aligned to your goals, very calorie-dense, and just are very uh, highly palatable. So we want to make sure that we're getting in an adequate amount of protein for that reason, uh, to make sure that we're able to, when we are losing fat, we're retaining muscle or as much muscle as possible. Uh, but we're also able to fight off those hunger cravings. The next is going to be exercise or activity, let's say. And in most cases, 
typically the people that we're working with are already in a gym. They're already consi- you know, somewhat consistent in getting in exercise. So we look at what type of exercise are we getting outside of the gym. We can really stack up a lot of calories or sorry, expend a lot of calories um, and, and really rack up those calories expended uh, by moving when we're outside of the gym. Think about it. How many people really have the opportunity to get in an additional exercise or two additional exercises, workouts rather? Uh, not many people that, that we've worked with. We work with regular people, moms, dads, regular, you know, or people who have full-time jobs. So what we can do is we can increase activity outside of the gym, whether it's going for, you know, a 10-minute walk three times a day or getting up at your desk and moving for five minutes every hour that you're at work. Those things start to add up. And they're much more sustainable. They don't beat up your body. When we do that in addition to regular exercise, then we start to make it much easier to put us in an energy deficit, which is going to yield fat loss. The next part of phase one in that foundational phase that we start to see people uh, where we can make improvements is their sleep. This, in some cases, is not a you know not a realistic improvement to make at a time depending on where they're at with you know building their family they might have a newborn where their newborn has to be up and be fed um, multiple times in the middle of the night sleep deprivation might not be something you can avoid so um, if you're not in that scenario or if we have a client that's not in that scenario and they do have an opportunity of getting more sleep they just need to maybe improve uh, their habits as they lead up to their bedtime uh, that is something that an area that is often overlooked and honestly if you're not getting at least seven hours of sleep seven hours of sleep a night it's going to be an uphill battle Uh, the temptation to uh, eat more you know satisfied highly palatable you know highly caloric dense foods uh, is going to be harder to fight off those cravings it's going to you're going to be left with less energy in the in and outside of the gym so Again, overall, it's going to be much harder for you to see progress if you're not getting enough sleep. And the last thing that we see uh, a, a major deficiency in is water intake. Uh, I love coffee as much as the next person. Um, I would much rather drink coffee than water, but water is absolutely essential. Water, if we're getting in an adequate amount, which is somewhere what we, where we like to aim for, is somewhere between um, you know, two-thirds to maybe your body weight in ounces of water weight or of water, um, that's where we like to see most people at. Uh, and that really kind of depends on, you know, obviously we don't want you going to the bathroom every five minutes, but these are things that, that we want to make sure that we are getting an adequate amount of water for us to make sure that, you know, our body's functioning properly. But also if we're hydrated, we're also, again, less likely to find ourselves digging through our pantry or going to the break rooms and finding, you know, food out of the vending machine or, you know, the donuts that were brought in that morning. These are things that are going to be helpful. In terms of, you know, just getting those very, you know, not, I don't want to say simple, but they are the foundational um habits that are going to allow for progress without even getting into, you know, tracking your calories or tracking macros, the more complex things that happen in phase two and three. So 
phase one again is that foundation and, and, and anyone can improve these things and start making progress with consistency on making sure that they are getting in to summarize getting in regular uh, activity inside and outside of the gym and again I think we can we can make more progress by increasing our activity outside of the gym consuming more nutrient dense foods and less calorie dense foods and again what we mean by that is let's eat as many whole foods as possible okay foods that are you know if the back of the nutrition label when it says ingredients if it says beef or if you if you're you know you're cooking up a, a protein it's it's one ingredient and it says beef or it says chicken it doesn't say list five to ten other ingredients right if it's if you're having a sweet potato you know, you make your own sweet potato fries instead of going to the grocery store and buying frozen sweet potato fries that have 15 different ingredients other than sweet potatoes in there. Um, the next is sleep, aiming to get seven to nine hours of sleep. Again, I understand that not everyone is able to do that, but if you are able to do that, look at, you know, winding down sooner in the night, turning the TV off or shutting you know, your phone off or your laptop, whatever, just to wind down, start to decompress, allow those thoughts to process before you, your head hits the pillow. And then all the thoughts that happen throughout the day or everything that happened throughout the day is now processing as you're sleeping in bed. And it makes it much harder for you to fall asleep. So in improving your sleep habits and then water intake, making sure you're getting anywhere from two thirds your body weight in ounce of water to your body weight in ounce of water. And depending on what time of the year it is, if it's, you know, summertime and it's hot and you're sweating more, you might need to increase more water, more sodium, just to make sure that your fluid balances are right. Um, if it's, you know, if it's in the wintertime and it's cold, like it is here in the Midwest, you know, you might not be sweating as much other than when you're at the gym, but still you want to make sure that you're getting at least two thirds of, of two thirds of your body weight in ounces of water. That is, phase one, that is the foundation. And I could go even deeper on this one. And that will be for another podcast where we talk about, you know, are we meal planning, simple things like that, that can really go, um, that can really make a huge difference. But just to make this as applicable as possible, where you can take something from from this podcast today and apply it and start making progress, that's the goal. Um, And these things are at least in our phase one, the foundation process, the things that we've seen the most success with. So hopefully these tips help you. If they do, uh, please share this episode with a friend. Uh, If you know someone else that's looking to make some changes and not just a quick fix or a fad diet, things that are going to yield progress in your health and body composition for the rest of your life, please share this episode with them. That is the goal. And we will see you in the next episode.